Fresh off of a Taylor Swift concert? Oh my gosh, he's high right now on the T-Swizzle. He's, Listen. He's feeling it. I never thought that I would ever be at a Taylor Swift concert. I mean, I never thought that I'd ever listen to Taylor Swift. Right. Let alone be at a concert. Mm-hmm. But, man, shit was epic. It was epic. That's and a good word. The fact that I can now say that I have seen Taylor Swift and arguably one of her biggest tours right the Mm -hmm. era's tours it's pretty dope yeah so it's actually really funny because well first of all let me just give you a little backstory before we go into like the experience so i'm sure i've talked about this on the podcast before but my dad is was a musician my mom too we still plays in the joint (laughs) we were raised born and raised as musicians and singers and i can play multiple instruments and can sing my my siblings all can play instruments and sing the reason Um, we're together today is because of your music background i sang for i wrote a song for the talent show yes okay and that's why i won you over so basically (laughs) won you back um basically i had i've always like known piano since i was like a toddler and can play piano and my dad was has taught like my brother guitar i kind of knew some chords and stuff but i was not interested in learning whatsoever and i was already in like middle school and so you're kind of past like you're you're, you know you have an attitude and you want to be doing you want to be texting your friends and listening to music and hanging out and not doing music lessons all day so i was not motivated at all so my dad was trying to find an artist that i could like relate to and that would kind of motivate me to learn guitar and we were at like sam's club or costco or some grocery store one day and there was like at an end cap there was you know those like when you walk through the grocery store and they have those like little plastic things and they're just like things hanging from it and it's not like they have a spot on the shelf but it's like kind of hanging you know what i'm talking about it'll be like sponges sometimes or like oh it's like a random thing in an eye yes yeah Okay. okay so on, on like an end cap there, there was like something hanging there and it was cds and it was like this blonde girl with really crazy curly hair and it was her first album and so my dad grabbed it off it was on i think it was like nine bucks or something my dad grabbed it bought it for me and made me listen to it and that is when i fell in love with taylor swift T- taylor swift was how old i think she was like 14 15 Makes i don't know sense. she was young foreshadowing and and basically that's when i fell in love with her and then Every birthday, holiday after that, I asked for iTunes gift cards and I would download her songs. I had her on LimeWire um, on my like first iPod. I had her like music videos downloaded. I was obsessed with her, just in love. And I've always loved her and she she is why I learned how to play guitar. And she is why I the hundreds of songs that I've written were all like heavily influenced by her. And so I just like was obsessed with her all throughout middle school, high school, becoming a like mom all of that i can vouch yes you have been a, you 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 are still obsessed yeah i love her you 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 put me on a taylor swift mm-hmm. okay and our kids love her and whatever um but whenever the eras tour was announced i was like i really want to go it sounds so exciting but the um pre-sale we didn't do the pre-sale thing i was just like when it goes out to like everyone getting it then i'll get tickets and then it sold out in the pre-sale and so i was just like damn it. Like I'm not going to be able to go. I've never gone to one of her concerts because this is the first tour she's done where I have money. 
because before uh, we, we wouldn't have even been able to afford one of her tours. So it was really exciting to be able to like even be in the position where I could go, but then it sold out. So I was just kind of, you know, feeling like I wasn't going to be able to go and wasn't like, I was trying not to think about it because I didn't want to be like sad about it. It's like a material thing. It's not like the end of the world. So whatever. Um, when we were in Tucson, I was just sitting on the bed. We were about to check out of the Airbnb and one of my friend, my sister's friends, and actually my other, my friend Alexa knows her too. She had posted that she had two tickets for sale and Hannah and Alexa at the same time, like sent me the story and they were like, look, she has tickets for sale. So I like immediately replied and then I called Hannah and I'm like, can you please text her and tell her that like, I really want these tickets. Like, so immediately she was like, you can have them like here they are. And they were like a really good price. <laughs> I mean, they're really expensive, really but they were price. way less. They're on t- on SeatGeek and all the resale. It was a thousand dollars minimum for a ticket. And I got them for 500 I, I, each. I, I so wa- it's like way better than I would have paid, which is why I wasn't going to like pay a thousand dollars for a ticket. So, I want. I just want to say I didn't know that you. First of all, I didn't know Taylor Swift was going on tour. <laughs> you second. Babe, yes, you did. No, it no, was no. like Pause. it was wait, wait, months wait, wait, ago. Wait, wait, wait. Let me t- let me let me tell my side. Okay, I didn't know she was going on tour. A, right? I know Drake's going on tour. I knew. I knew all of that. I knew you had to get this special credit card. To yeah, get- that's not true because I can't. I told you like Alexa was going all but that listen, stuff. No, Bethany, you can you just listen? Okay, listen for once. Okay. I didn't once. I'm gonna say it for the third time. I didn't know Taylor Swift announced it to her. I don't follow her on any social medias. I don't follow her anything. Anything I know of Taylor Swift is from you. Second, since I didn't know she was going on tour, I didn't know you wanted to go to see her. I, I if I would have known Taylor Swift was going on tour, I would have known that you have that you would have wanted to go see her. So I would have tried to get tickets. I didn't know any of this. And then when we were at the Nessa Barrett concert, we were literally in line. Is when you said, "Hey, someone might have a, a ticket come free. I want to pay for it to go." And I was like, "Oh shit, Taylor's just going on tour." That that's what that's the that first time. That just proves that men don't listen to shit. I don't listen to shit that I don't care about. <laughs> but you, I told you, Beth. That was the first time you told me anything about a Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> it was before Christmas that I told you she was going on concert. So you, it's okay, okay if you don't remember. So you may but... have told me she's going on tour, but that could mean twenty twenty. <laughs> Babe, you've had Justin Bieber tickets for three years. I know. I and finally you, got refunded okay, for them thank though, you. this year. Thank you. Like literally a week ago. So that you told me that. And so I didn't, I would have been looking for tickets. And yeah. I don't know what you were looking at, but I found some decently priced tickets. But anyways. Okay. So, okay. Right this morning. Because remember how we were like, we have to take the girls. Like it would be so fun. Like Atlanta, Philadelphia, LA, whatever literally the cheapest ticket i can find and it's for the nosebleeds which we were we got we had pretty good seats right the nosebleeds eight hundred dollars per ticket nosebleeds that's the cheapest i can find for any city for la the cheapest ticket is one thousand seventy eight dollars it's la that is right no i believe i believe that the ticket prices are crazy but and then you have to pay for travel on top of it so like we got so lucky that her opening night was i'm just saying i have friends that work in box offices i have season tickets if that arena has well, an, one of your best friends is her background dancer if, or her his sister is the background if dancer. that arena has a basketball team they it, whatever i'm just <laughs> saying next time you want to do something like let me know all right proceed we get the tickets yeah and then we went it was really fun it was amazing 
if you're a Taylor Swift fan and she's coming to your city and you can get your hand on resale tickets, it is the best concert I've ever in my life been to. It is not that I've been to a lot. This is like my second <laughs> last ep- The last episode, <laughs> we talked about how... Listen, I've been to Switchfoot concerts. I've been to Zoe Girl. I've been to Avalon. I've been to Jackie Velasquez. I'm thinking of all the christian singers that i went to their concerts when i was so um but bethany is correct now same situation with hawk nelson (laughs) sorry (laughs) the same situation with the last chick when six people in your group want to listen to a certain artist meaning my family is the group who listen to taylor swift so we listen to a lot of taylor swift yeah um and through that i've come to like taylor swift you know not my number one choice but if she's on i'm bobbing my head and yeah. i'm singing any any praise i had for the nessa barrett show just that shit was terrible compared to this dude this was like i was just in disbelief it was the a performance time. it was the crazy like musically sonically visually <laughs> everything sonically it was amazing really? like i don't know what else to say like i'm she's so talented She's spectacular. Like, I don't know. I don't I don't know what else to say. I just am in disbelief still that I got to experience it. It was incredible. Even a three though we, and a half hour concert. Like we were sitting far as fuck, but it was worth it was definitely yeah, worth but it. we were like on the we weren't on the floor. We were on the like in the hundreds the lower section. Level. Yeah. And was well, still kind of far. But yeah, just incredible, incredible, incredible. Like if you have the chance to go, do it. For people that have tickets, get ready. You're, it's going to oh, be the best. All I can say is life. I was introduced to Taylor Swift when Kanye West bombarded the award show. So to go from that being my introduction, me being a rap hip hop fan, I was on Kanye's side then because I didn't know what was going on. To it was it was amazing. It was fun, and I think everyone needs to see Taylor Swift at least once yeah. because she's legit. Um, and it was like. She was, it was, it's at a football stadium, so it's huge. But like, she would stop, interact, respond to social media things that were being said. And I don't know if she does this on a daily basis, but I thought it was cool because she's up there as far as top tier of music artists, maybe just people in general. The fact that she was like, Oh, I saw on social media, you guys think I hate this album, and yeah, things like that. And I was like, Oh, that's cool because. You know, she could have just went out there, did her set, and then left, but she... No, she interacted. She was dropping Easter eggs. She was just... Yeah, she was amazing. She was like... She was... Well, if you don't know, you don't know. But anyways, she was referencing things from... Move on. (laughs) Move on. He's like not into the... Anyways, it was awesome. Um, Okay, so... Now, hold on. Before we we move on, just just the parents out there. If you have like 10 to 13-year-old kids... Don't send them to concerts by themselves. Oh, yeah. We had these two little girls that were sitting next to us. They were annoying as fuck. Like, if I found out my kids acted like this in public, there's going to be problems and there's going to be some grounding. Something's going to happen because these little girls were annoying as fuck. They were sitting right directly next to me. And the people behind them, the people in front of them were turning around. They were, they were saying, shh. They were like, you scream at a concert, especially if you're everyone's screaming. But they were like trying to see who could be like the most i think they're having like a contest to see who could be the most annoying i'm not sure um and just like 
pretending to have like seizures and stuff like it's not funny oh yeah they people were, were like tr- telling them to stop and they weren't listening and so finally i switched seats with anthony and then after that i was like out of sight out of mind didn't hear him because it was so loud in there but when i was sitting next to them and i kept getting oh the other thing too is like if you have anxiety it's a hard place to be that concert getting in there i was pushed probably 20 plus times between walking in the stadium and getting to my seat there was areas of like the corridor at the football stadium where i was i couldn't breathe i was being pushed so hard it looked like the super bowl no yeah it was like because it was the same where i was literally like i was walking like i was having to like shuffle my feet to get through a crowd because i couldn't even take steps like it was so crowded and that's the only part that was like kind of scary so because of that we left before she even started like her midnight's era the last five songs um because we just wanted to get the hell out of there because I didn't want to experience that again. That was kind of scary. Anthony and I got separated. I can't imagine if we had had the girls with us because I was I couldn't even get through some areas of like the crowd. But See, and my my side of things was I just find a crack and I go. I, yeah. I looked at you and I was like, follow me. And then I and turned we got around. Sep- that's when we got separated. No, because you got to just go. Yeah, but I was being pushed. It's like hard to... I was being pushed from multiple angles. I was being pushed as well. I just well, kind of fit in. I guess where I'm I, not as strong as you are. You're not. That's why I had to go and save you. <laughs> but it was awesome. And Taylor Swift is my favorite non-hip-hop rap <laughs> artist. I'm a Swifty. And then, even better, when we were, because we went to Strawberry after our Tucson trip, stayed up there. Shout out to Strawberry Inn. We were at this, like, country-ass bar. Yeah. And they did karaoke. They had karaoke there. And you and Deuce sung Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. He wanted to do it. I'm like, I'm a, I am have like singing musician PTSD, which is why I don't like post about that kind of stuff. Or I don't like do singing TikToks or like post videos of me playing guitar, stuff like that. Because I just like a lot of that stuff for me is intertwined with my dad. And I it's just best for me to like not <laughs> sing publicly or guitar all that kind of stuff perform um but deuce really really wanted to do karaoke so anthony's like come on babe like he wants to do it and i'm like i can't like i can't get up there there was a lot of people in the bar um i was like i can't get up there in front of all these people and do that like i just can't sorry and then deuce looked at me and he's like mom please and i was like fuck like i have to do it because it's it's he has no trauma he has no he he doesn't know you know what i mean so it's like it, for me, I was like, okay, in this moment, I have to decide what's more important, like avoiding past trauma and not feeling that thing, those things or making new memories with my son so that he can remember this moment forever. And me too. Like it was, I made a memory with him and now I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to be held back by those things. I want to be able to like live life with my kids and create beautiful memories with them. So it only took two shots of tequila to get me there. See, I'm glad you had that moment because now you understand why when Alice looked at me and said she wanted to go to Disneyland, I was like, <laughs> all right, let's go to Disneyland because it's, it's different when it's coming from your kids. It's different. You should want to go to Disneyland if I want to go to Disneyland to That's, create beautiful memories with your wife. Once again, the whole innocence part, Alice has done nothing to ever hurt me. You know what I mean? <laughs> what if I done to hurt you? <laughs> oh, you, want, you want to pull out my notes section on my phone? You want me to pull out my, my notes section on my phone? <laughs> Don't even play with me. Oh, don't don't make me change my uh, lock screen again. Oh my god! <laughs> so one time, Bethany said something really out of pocket to me, like really out of pocket. You're like I'll cut your like dick a off long or something time ago. Like that. 
and I went to my note section. I typed it up. But why did you do that? I I typed it up. I put in quotations, and then at the bottom, you know, you like sign your signature. I was like, sign love of my life, and then I just had it as my lock <laughs> quote, sc- my home quote, screen, love of my life. So that way, anytime I picked up my phone, I could remember that moment and what you said. But why'd you go to your notes app, app and do that? Because Where'd you get that from? Anytime Bethany is upset with me or doesn't like what I say, she goes to her notes and adds that shit to her notes. and So then, that I can bring it up in therapy. <laughs> no, you've been doing this for years. Six months <laughs> later, you're like, therapy, I was it's, doing it. it's December, true. like December 2016. She's like, on January 32nd, 2014, you said this. And I'm just like, what? Because <laughs> you go to your notes. Anyways. So I want to ask you a question. I, don't, I haven't done that in a really long time, by the way. I actually haven't done that since therapy. Okay. Is there, is there, think, think back at your life and is there, are there people or a someone that you can think of that greatly impacted you? Meaning it was someone that was not a family member, not a family friend, a stranger maybe at some point that essentially helped to mold you and potentially change the course of your life like is there anyone teacher i mean you went to a different church maybe the people in your church were good a church adult is there someone that like that for you um from elementary school i can't remember any of it i don't remember one thing from elementary school it's really sad from when i went to push ridge christian academy in tucson maybe a coach uh all no i was traumatized at that school and don't remember 80 percent of it and then from high school i remember bits and pieces and the people that were my mentors there was two people that were my mentors my coach and then one of my teachers they did help mold and shape me in high school and then the moment everything happened with my dad they abandoned me and couldn't speak to me anymore so not really. So there's no one in your life, present day, that... Just you. ...altered the course of your no. fate. All right. No. I know you have one. Though. Right. So uh, I, I've always been fortunate to have people look out for me. Um, family members. Like, I have uncles, my theos, um, who... Or no, like secondary fathers, too. even like from a kid all the way to now. Like I know if I call my Theo Jesse or my Theo Mark for any reason, even present day. Yeah, they'll drop everything right. for you. Um, people at the church, like when my parents divorced and my dad left, there were men in the church who um, kind of took me under their wing. And, you know, teachers, I've always had great teachers. Like I, I current day keep in contact with at least six of my teachers from elementary school to high school like to present day how many teachers do you talk to today um a few follow me on instagram and reply to my stories but that's about it okay so there's one teacher in particular her name is mrs newhouse and she lives in texas her family's from texas or her husband's family's from texas so they moved back home she reached out to me oh shit i don't even know when she reached out and was like hey i'm gonna be in arizona this weekend these gave me these dates would love to 
get together and mm-hmm. you know she, she follows you she keeps up with our family she know, you know knows all the kids but to finally meet in real life it's like cool be awesome and i kind of want to just talk about the importance of people that are not blood because miss newhouse played a very very important role in my life and kind of is kind of big in who i am today so how I met Miss Newhouse, we're in sixth grade. I she actually broke up a fight that I was in. My girlfriend that I had just broken up with started talking to this other guy, and it was between periods, and I saw him going to walk up to her. They were gonna kill whatever they were gonna do. I didn't like it. So he, they're walking together, they're walking towards each other. I kick this kid's leg as he's walking to my ex-girlfriend. And he trips and falls. He gets up, obviously, and we start to fight. She, she's a, a girl's PE teacher. We were fighting outside of her locker room. She comes out, break up, breaks up the fight, takes us to the principal's office. Whatever. Just another day in my life. So that's in sixth grade. Once again, she's a PE teacher, a girl's PE teacher. So I have no nothing to do with, with her. her. Yeah. She just broke up a fight. In seventh grade, um, there's this program. It was called AVID. And long story short, it's a college prep. They do, they essentially just prepare you for life. And it was a program where you had to test into, you had to have certain scores. And then there was like an interview process. They don't, not anyone. You'd be a good student. A good, right. And not anyone got selected. It was, it was a, you had to go through multiple steps. Well, my fucking grades were amazing, but my character was a little shoddy. I go into the interview and I know this now there were teachers in that interview that were like, listen, Anthony's a great kid. You just don't want anything to do with him. Like smart, just everything else. And for some reason, and they told, Ms. they told Newhouse, Ms. Newhouse not to let you into the program. She was going to be mm-hmm. the in charge of the seventh grade yeah. branch. And they told her like, just don't, don't even mess with that kid. Well, for whatever reason, she decided to take the bait, accept me to this program. And, this program was life-changing. Um, honestly, Miss Newhouse was one of the first people outside of my parents or family to ever believe in me, right? Because I've come on here to talk about the situation that I grew up in and the the repetitive cycle of, the, of my family, my bloodline. You know, we're gangbangers, drug abusers, violent men with really no futures or anything like that. And... I always knew I wanted something different. I just didn't know how because the people around me, they were just doing the same old, same old shit. And so she was one of the first people that really believed in me, but also was like, look, there's more out there. Mm -hmm. Like there's more to life than working a nine to five and whatever it may be. No, No shade to anyone that works nine to five. But, and there were moments where I was like, listen, like it, I, what you're saying sounds great, but I, it's just not for me. Like, I'm not going to go to college. My family can't afford this or that. And she's like, well, you're smart enough. Why don't you go to college for free? And so from seventh grade, you know, she just – and then in eighth grade, same thing. But she was really one of those people that taught me uh, interviews. Like, we did mock interviews. That's why at 17 years old, I was able to go into UPS and get a job that I had no business going. But – um it's been 14 years because I graduated, promoted eighth grade, was going to go to high school and whatever. We never saw each other again, but we've kept in, we've kept in touch during the years. I know like 
when you ran away and I didn't know if I was ever going to see you again and I didn't know where if you were safe and and then I found you again and then we didn't know like what your future was going to be she reached out to me on Facebook and was like there for me and for you and like literally was like I will do anything for Anthony and like she hadn't spoken to you in years right and so like I knew from day one of of being in love with you that she was someone that we could like always count on and would be there to like talk to us or just with if she was sending resources our way like she was just like it didn't matter what you had done she was going to be there for you right and all all that to say um miss newhouse for me was that person out i mean she was a teacher and i teachers don't get paid anything great they don't get paid what they're worth oh absolutely not and she could have just treated it as a job right she there was no connection she didn't know me our first interaction was her breaking up a fight that i was in she could have just oh yeah yeah. right um but it just i just goes to show like you never know the impact that you can have in someone's life and i just think everyone should just take a second reflect and you never know what someone's going through or the the challenges and struggles that people face and her just but i mean Obviously, with she knew I was gonna be great. Whatever, I'm just kidding. But you know, her <laughs> investing time, like she would, I would get in trouble, and she'd look at me and be like, "Why'd you do that?" And I'd say, "Like, just give her whatever reason, because because I'm bad or whatever." And she'd be like, "No, like she'd break things down, and she actually took the time." And and it wasn't just me. Like every kid that was in that avid class, she took the time, used her own resources, and I don't know. I just think schools and and people there's. Uh, you can go on and on about how horrible schools are, whatever, whatever it may be. And, um, but for me, I, I don't think I am who I am today. I don't think I'm at the place that I am today. I don't even think we, you know what I mean? It doesn't work if she doesn't play a role in my life yeah. and she did her thing. And then 14 years later, we got to see each other and what she like, her- we, we met at her daughter's soccer game. Yeah, she was here for a tournament, her daughter's tournament. And she saw Anthony from like across the way and she just screamed out, Anthony, and then just ran. They were like, it was like a slow motion scene from a movie, but she ran up to him and just embraced him and just, they both started tearing up and it was like, it's like a second mom almost, like that, that kind of impact. And it's just so special because I don't know, I, I feel like those kind of people are once in a lifetime. And the fact that you get someone like that and that someone played that much of an impact in your life, it's really special. Right. So, like I said, you never know. But I hope, you know, for me to one day have that same exact impact on at least one person outside of my kids. And, you know, that's just something for me that I always, you never know what someone's going through. And just I know. And she had me, no idea what your home life right. was. You know what I mean? Because I, I mean, I didn't go home. I didn't go to school. And I'm in junior high at this point. I knew how to lie. I knew how to hide things. I'm not going to go in there and tell her all of my problems and things yeah. at home. But for whatever reason, she could see something in me. And honestly, she like planted the seed. And, and for me, that's why when I ran away, I was like, Yo, I, I need to get back in school. Yeah. Like I can't, I'm not going to be a high school dropout. That's not, that's not how... I want my story to go. And that was years of her just putting in me that, hey, this, no matter what, there's something better out there. You can do better. So, yeah. And 
the rest is history. So thank you to Mrs. Newhouse. Unfortunately, her she's a Cowboys fan, but not everyone <laughs> can be perfect. In her defense, her father-in-law played for them, so we but give her yeah. a pass. So I just and I I I just think though like can kids who grow up in good homes can they are there people like that for them or or do those stories usually only happen for the kids that grow up in situations like mine where you know it wasn't the most loving or open home you know what I mean because like I feel like our kids can come to us with anything I just think that people like her are so special that it they are hard to come by and I'm sure she touched, I'm sure she impacted more lives than just yours. You know what I mean? And how many years was she a teacher? 20 years. It's like probably an an endless amount of kids that were impacted by her. And so, you know, someone like me that wasn't impacted in that way by, by a teacher or by someone, I think it's just, that's more probably of the norm. So I think that it's just, it's a really special story for you. In school and stuff like that, were your parents involved? Like, were they very hands-on with you or? I mean, they both worked for the school. Okay, so. At, at, in high school, but like, no, in the beginning. But prior from, to that? No. Because like with me, I remember eighth grade for the science project, it was like 75% of our grade. I did the project the night before it was due. Yeah. And it was because my mom didn't know what, she was too busy working and she had, you know what I mean? There was all these things going so on with her. In that in that sense, yes, my parents were always like involved but like projects and essays and homework and all of that kind of stuff i feel like they were involved but i don't know it's just different it's like i they were horrible parents in other ways well (laughs) well, no but i just look think of our kids and i'm like damn like i hope our kids can have that person in their life but then again i'm like i don't know if that could happen because i'm always involved you know what i mean like because i'm i'm a helicopter dad and yeah if there's something at the school i'm there you know what i mean whereas in my case miss newhouse was there more often than not because my parents had other things to do yeah maybe it's just a ghetto story (laughs) (laughs) no it's really special no no it's like a ghetto kid story yeah that's maybe i don't know the the rich kid from wherever is not gonna happen you know i I don't know maybe maybe i'm wrong let us know i just think it's i think it's because you at least for me like I always had my parents quote believing in me maybe it wasn't in the sense that I believe in my kids it's different like my parents held disappointment over my head and never being good enough over my head but to me as a kid it was always in my head that oh it's because I can do better I can be better even though it was like emotionally manipulative and technically abusive but like I don't know for you like you you're I probably I think that you didn't even feel that from your parents like it it was just that you well, were always it, wrong with me it was like well don't do this because it's bad or it was yeah. never there was never anything like positive it was yeah. like well you need to do this but this, did your this. parents ever tell you that they were like proud of you uh, I don't think so so at least I had like that you know what I mean but so for you to to come across someone like Miss Newhouse that was telling you that they believed in you and that they were proud of you and that you, there was more that probably had an infinite amount of impact right. in your life in those moments because you didn't have that anywhere else. And like I always had good grades, but it's because if I didn't have A's, I couldn't play you sports. Would get beat. Right. Yeah. But no, like I didn't care about the B. I wanted to play sports. Yeah. Sport sports was my outlet. You know yeah. what I mean? So with her it was like, hey, with your scores and your grades, look at you can get into this prestigious unit. And I'm like, oh damn, I could yeah. potentially go to an Ivy League school if I really want you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but she kind of just like 
all right, there's more. With who you are and what you're capable of, you're looking, all right, UPS for the rest of your life. You could actually, you know what I mean? And yeah. I, I don't even have a fucking job today. So, <laughs> but in those moments, crucial moments in our life, yeah, the things that she, you know, no, poured into me. Because of her, you were able to go. Remember when you got that interview at UPS and you only got the interview because you had a family connection and they got you the interview? Because with your resume, you probably would have never gotten the interview. Right. And then you got the interview and you're like, Beth, like, okay, so we were married. No, we were, yes, we had been married for like a few months at that point. I think two months into our marriage because you had been working at Food City, the grocery store. And I mean, we were like so poor that we weren't even like, we weren't even able to live off of your income. We were borrowing money from my parents. We were eating, going to your parents' house every night for dinner because we couldn't even afford dollar menu from Wendy's. Like, and they wouldn't give us no damn food stamps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we couldn't. We <laughs> weren't eligible for food stamps for some reason. It was the no, we got like thirty thing. bucks a month. Yeah, thir- food and but we got we were on government assistance and stuff like insurance. No, but even right with the insurance, but even with yeah. the government assistance, we still weren't able because we didn't have kids. or No, something. we weren't able it to live so and like have decent meals yeah. because we couldn't afford that. But you like you were like Beth like. I don't even know I'm going to go into this interview. I'm not going to get the job. It's just a waste of time. And I was like, babe, the worst that they can tell you is no. We're not doing anything today anyways. We're just (laughs) living life with 15 cents in our bank account. Like, come on. Some borrowed dress clothes. Yes. So you went in there. You nailed the interview because of the interview skills that you learned from Miss Newhouse and you became the youngest supervisor to ever be hired by UPS to where the CEO flew out to your hub to meet you because they were so shocked i was no i was like that you're like a circus circus clown (laughs) and they like people higher ups would come by and they'd be like they'd all want to meet him wow we had to come see you in person like yeah and i was like just crazy like crazy because of her impact that's why you were able to nail that job and then once you had and once we had the baby yeah we got finally got food stamps (laughs) with that income and having a baby (laughs) Uh, but it's like those were crucial moments that helped our family survive. Right. So it's, yeah, an infinite amount of but impact. But like I said, you never know the impact you can have on someone's life. So Small or big. Right. And treat it as such. Yeah. But what do you have for us that's not sappy? and? I have a few confessions and I asked my audience to confess some crazy, weird, and funny shit from when they were children or teenagers shout out to the teachers and educators and people tasked with taking care of our children when we can't yes let's do some confessions okay called 911 as a joke with my cousin but my dad's a firefighter so he knew everyone so i had to use my own money to buy girl scout cookies and write notes to the police department we called like 12 times i was eight years old and my cousin was seven what what a girl wait 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 wait. so i think he had to like the as punishment they had to give girls got cookies yeah because oh, all the people okay. that came to the house the oh, dad knew shit. so he she they made her i don't know that was poorly written sorry to whoever wrote this so i never <laughs> did you ever call 911 um okay so this is the craziest thing so growing up my cousins that lived in the same city they had their number was like let's i'm going to use fake numbers for the force but it was like 4809111 so anytime you called them, it would be like, if you are trying to reach the police department, please plus one, whatever. And it would it would give that warning every time we called them because the last four digits of their phone number was 9111. Hmm. 
So one time, like, I didn't know what I was doing. I guess my parents usually called them and then, like, handed me the phone. I'm not sure. But I was, like, trying to call my cousin. And so I pressed one. And then it was, like, they were, like, hello, what's the emergency or whatever? And I, like, was, like, what? I was, like, so scared. So I just hung up. And then I, like, hid under my parents' bed. And then, like, 10 minutes later, the police show up at the door. And they're, like, who called 911 or whatever and my parents couldn't find me finally they found me under the bed and i was like crying and i was like i'm <laughs> how, so sorry uh i had to be let's we were living in eureka so i was under six okay. because we moved okay. in our six um but yeah that was the only the one and only time i called 911 and then the rest of the times i called it was on purpose so i don't think i've ever dialed 911 really because as a kid like cops were no no like if we were driving and there was a cop car by cops 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 and I'm like five years old doing nothing Is it because your parents were on drugs? Oh, I don't know like... what it was. But so as an adult, like I, I catch myself like a cop comes by and I'm like tense up. And I'm like, hold on. You're clean as fuck. Let them pull you over. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like habits. But I've never dialed 911. I have quite a few times. Oh, yeah. Yes, you have. They charge. T-Mobile charges 99 cents. Well, we don't have T-Mobile anymore. Right. We used to though. Right. Anyways. Um, yeah, I was a privileged little is there can you get in, in trouble and i would call the cops on people like is there like i know like when kids do that most of the time it's like they don't the cops treat yeah. it lightly and they're i like, like i am like ashamed of just every part of who i was before but anyways um i remember like in high school i used to call the cops when like the knee like because my window was facing the street and like our neighbors would always be out there playing basketball till like one in the morning just like little kids and i would call the cops on them like what i don't know why who would think to do something like that karen you were like the prehistoric karen yeah or like there would if there was like men in the girls bathroom at the park or boys in the girls bathroom at the park i would call the cops if they weren't men they were high school kids having a water balloon fight and a boy went in the girls bathroom to hit a girl with a water balloon and you just happened to be in there i was i was terrified all right i was also a teenage girl and boys walking into the bathroom i was like (laughs) terrified you were a married teenage girl with a kid pregnant with your second (laughs) anyways i definitely regret (laughs) all of that um okay this is from someone you know Ooh. okay shat my pants during football conditioning so my mom had to hose me down in the front yard damn it must be one of my bigger friends no Really? It's someone that you just recently became friends with, but we'll, I'll tell you later who it is. <laughs> Anyways. And listen, hold on. <laughs> I can't say I'm a podcast. No, 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 no. It's I'm anonymous. Just, the, the friends that I thought were all. Okay, okay. You know what's crazy is like when I open the confessions, it always puts, it doesn't put them in the timestamp order of like when people submitted them. It puts people I follow first. So that's why I'm like, when I read it, it's all these people that I, we know first. This is from so, one of your so family members. The first two confessions are relatable to you. No, the first one I scroll down for. A no, no, I'm bit. saying the first two confessions that you read on this podcast have you been relate relatable to oh, you. Oh, that's so funny. No. Because I've done I've never been neither. hosed down. All right. <laughs> yes. Okay. I've never been hosed down from shitting my pants. When I shit my pants, I take my underwear off and go take a shower. Right. I, I, but you, but you can relate to both of them. Anyways, right. this is from one of your family members. In kindergarten, I punched my best friend in the face for lying to me about her older cousin who I had a crush on not being in school that day. I had to sit on the wall at lunch. Do you know who that's from? I'm going to guess my mom. Yes! Because <laughs> I... 
something similar happened with me, but not nothing. Oh my it, god! I mean, it, honestly, like it's none of it's my fault. Nothing that I've ever done in life is my fault. Like if you knew my mother, and I don't really know my father, but I'm guessing he was a little shithead too. I just it was destined to be. Yeah, that's. It's just funny that you immediately knew that it was your mom too. Because I've yeah, she would do that today. Yeah, she would. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Told my sister my mom's pee test was on the edge of the my mom's pee test that was on the edge of the tub was juice. So was she like testing for pregnancy or something? Anyways, she drank it. So she imagine I pee in a cup because I'm trying to do a pee test. I'm on drugs or I'm pregnant, whatever. And then Bronx tells Ellis, that's juice. That's apple juice. Drink it. And then Ellis is drinking my piss. <laughs> that is wild. So as you read the confession, I was going through our kids of <laughs> who would. And Bronx. No, no. That's the only situation yes. Bronx could convince Ellis. Because yes. all of our other kids, they're very hesitant. And they're because I'm a jokester. You know, I've done a lot of joke prank things to them. So they're if I hand them a cup, they're like, why are you giving me this cup? What's in here? Like, it's just some Sprite, relax. Okay, so someone said, my sister was mad at me, so she mixed Origel on my toothbrush, and I had no feeling in my mouth for hours. Really? <laughs> That's so smart. You know, you've never had Origel? No, I remember when I had to get my wisdom teeth pulled, like, three years, yeah. four years ago? I was eating Origel, day, like, all day long, and it didn't work. Okay, if, if I even have, like, a pea-sized drop of Origel, my whole mouth goes numb. Really? Yeah. Must be nice. Damn. No, it's awful. Because remember when we always used to put Origel in the kids' mouths? And I would forget it's on my finger, and then oh, I would, yeah. like, touch my pre -COVID, lip or something? Pre-COVID, you were not a hand washer. Let's just get that out there. Okay, let's not get that out there. Okay. I would hide in the cabinet and eat icing sugar by the spoonful because my mom never let me. Which one of our kids would do that? I'd say Ellis. Oh. Ellis is our pantry kid. Oh, She's yeah. just she has she just pushes a stool up to our our that child proofed pantry, asks one of the big kids to open it for her, and they do because they can't say no to her. And then she's just in the pantry eating everything. Everything. Yes. So you agree that's that Ellis? That's correct. Okay. I mean, I could see every one of our kids doing that, to be honest. Someone said, Are you ready for this? Let's get it. They used a cucumber as a you-know-what in high school. And then they put it back in the fridge. Oh. They put it back in the fridge. One of the first ever porn videos I saw as a kid was a girl using a cucumber on herself. I'm sorry? Yeah. I'm sorry? As a kid? I was like, I don't know how old I was in my formative years. Oh, my God. You th The fact that their family at some point probably had a vagina juice salad is... <laughs> I mean, you got to peel the skin off, though, so... so. And to, to put cucumbers in a salad, like, we've had... I've made salads where I just chop the cucumber skin on because I like that crunch, and you just toss that in the salad. You don't have to peel it. You don't peel your cucumbers? I like it with the crunch. No, I you know that. I like it with the skin on. It's crunchier like that. Okay. I, you I, know that. Do I know that? Do you even know me? The kids too. They love the skin. Well, I, once I found out that I was highly sensitive to cucumbers, I no longer buy cucumbers. So it's been a while. Okay. Someone said, found my mom's lifelike penis dildo. I don't like that it's lifelike. <laughs> 
and brought it to a sleepover. We bit the top off. What? <laughs> Why? What? I, I wish people put like what grade they were in how, and like yeah, how old were how you? How old? Because I said child or teenager, but like biting the top off, like. I hope our kids never like find something like that and bring it to a sleepover either. That's like humiliating, truly, as a parent to to find out that your kid did that. I would cry myself to sleep. Yeah, there's a lot going through my head right now because first, is a girl. Yeah. All right. So first of all, what the fuck happens at girl sleepovers? I don't know. You know what's so weird. And slightly traumatic is that I think something really bad happened to me at a sleepover because I can't remember any of it. And I just remember having meltdowns for like weeks after and panic attacks. And then now All I right, don't so remember maybe any of it. you Anyways. save that for the therapist and okay. not this platform. <laughs> I don't think I can't help you there. I'm out, that's out of my jurisdiction. Anyways, like most of my child, I can't remember the detail <laughs> of my childhood. Anyways. Okay. So but th- listen, just don't fucking ahead. snoop. Yeah. I mean, everyone listening hopefully is an adult, but kids, don't ever snoop, all no, right? please, please. Okay. Someone said, I oh, went... what's this bunny tail? <laughs> Not the bunny tail. <laughs> I went skinny dipping with my cousins. My aunt woke up, climbed through the wind... We climbed through the windows butt naked, but couldn't get in. I had to jump slash dive off of a cousin and quickly pretend to be asleep. I, I don't <laughs> quite understand the timeline here, but why are you why why would cousins skinny dip together? That's confusing to me. Okay, would you I'm skinny there. dip with your cousins? No, no. But also, y'all were just butt naked laying. Naked. <laughs> yeah. So then in. you were laying butt naked in your bed, just sleeping butt naked. Like I have so many questions about that. This sounds like if you were at a live show, this sounds like some people shit. Next, blank people shit. Okay. Someone said, thank you to this person for writing teen. They wrote teen colon. So they're giving us a little bit of background. Gave my boyfriend head under a blanket while my parents were in the front seat. Wow. Ooh, okay. What does that remind you of? All the stories I heard about you. Aunt, really? Really? It doesn't remind you of when I gave you head? In the back seat <laughs> while my grandparents <laughs> were in the front seat. Rest no, in gra- peace, Grandpa Arnie. I think grandma listens to this. No, you grandma. You gotta stop. No, I think it's... <laughs> listen, it was like 15 years ago now, so whatever. Um, we ha- I had a softball game in Tucson, and I don't know how Anthony finagled his way into going. No, my sister played on the team. Oh, my, yes, your sister was on the team. So, But who'd you drive there with? One of the... Because I was on the bus on the way there. One of the other kids' parents drove me. And then on the way back, my I convinced my grandparents to let me to tell the coach that I was riding with them, so that they would let me. And then you and and then I told my grandparents that you were also coming. My grandparents were just so chill that they were like, like honestly, I could have gotten pregnant in that backseat, and they probably wouldn't have known either, or maybe they did know and just didn't care. Not sure, but there was definitely not a blanket involved in this situation. I was just it was just dark and at night. And we were idiots, and I cannot believe we did that. Sorry, Grandpa, in heaven right now, looking down. That was pretty disrespectful. Me. If I ever, yeah, I'm not going to say it, and I'm not going to speak it. <gasps> oh my God, are you ready for this one? Fucked my married neighbor for years. Nobody knew. I was much younger than him, and I 100% regret it now. To clarify, I was 17 slash 18. 
what a time to be alive. I can't imagine. No. How does that even? But what a time to be alive when you actually like inter like interact with your neighbors. Like, I talk to our neighbors, but I don't want anything to do with our neighbors beyond a hello goodbye type deal. You don't. You don't even look at our neighbors. Like, you walk with your head down. You're so rude. I. But I'm scared of talking to people. But like I just, I'm just thinking like of our current situation. Yeah, I know we don't talk to our neighbors. How do you end up fucking you your neighbor? Say, I know, and also the fact that you're like 17 years old and that he's married. Like I can't oh, even imagine. Oh wait, wait. What? what? I missed that part. What? Do you didn't? You weren't listening. Wait, what? Right. What? Fucked my married neighbor for years. Nobody knew. I regret it. I was much younger than oh, he. Okay. He was married. Okay. And she was 17. That says that in there? Yes. Oh, fuck. I totally just tuned you I out. I read all of that to you. I was thinking, like, it was like you and I were younger, and the neighbor is older and married, and they were fucking. No. That's, that's, okay. Damn. Yeah. 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 Anyways, this one feels relatable to me. That's why we have cameras. <laughs> Not and that one. Window and door sensors. Listen, you don't, you don't come within... 20 oh, feet our of our house. security is lit at our house. Yeah. Our kids will never be able to Mm-mm-mm. ever sneak out, which is kind of sad because it's, no, it's like, I feel like sad. that's a part of, babe, come the, on. If the kids want to go okay. out, they can come to us and ask. And if we decide true, they can go out, then. True, true. But like, okay, growing up, I never once ever snuck out. And it shows. Ever. But did I sneak boys in, namely you, a million times? Yes. I was sneaking in boys left and right. I feel like sneaking out is so much more respectful than sneaking a boy in. So if I would okay, rather okay. my kids sneak out than sneak a boy or girl into my really? home and fuck them while I'm sleeping. Aunt, for real? You don't agree? I don't want any of that happening <laughs> until they're married. So. <laughs> okay, last one. So then this is the one that's relatable to me. I got so scared. I pissed myself in a haunted house. So then I spilt my drink on purpose to cover it up. That's smart. Honestly, this person was probably a kid, right? Okay. So I was 28 slash almost 20. No, I think I was 27 at the haunted house we went to. And I did almost pee my pants several times. I, I actually kept my head down and my eyes closed and had Anthony maneuver me through most of the haunted houses I hope that in my next life that I can marry someone that's not scared of zombies no, and the end times not, and see, has what? No, I'm just kidding. I hope that in my next life, I don't have real life trauma like I do in this life. So that way, You're stuff scared like of that <laughs> scares me. I would love to be scared by something other than real life problems. You know, like the rapture. Once you're scared of the rapture, fucking Freddy Krueger in There's a mask, that's no- not going to do anything to me. Well, lucky for me, I'm scared of all of it. <laughs> the rapture and Freddy Krueger <laughs> and zombies <laughs> and men in general. So my next life, next life. Anyways, thank you guys for tuning in with us today. Um, thank you for listening to our podcast. We really appreciate your support and we will see you next week. Peace. <laughs>